Hey, this is Ashley Harvey with Battleworthy. So this is officially the first episode. And I'm really excited to talk about some of the things that I'm writing for my book. And this podcast will uh, coincide with with the words that uh, I'll be jotting down. So I'm pretty excited. I did a trailer probably a year ago. And went through some different things and decided that I wasn't necessarily ready to write or to talk about it. And so I went through a bit of a hiatus, but now I'm back and excited to start doing some episodes. I'll have some guests come on board. I'll have friends that have been through different seasons with me. And I'll have some uh, others that know what it's like to face those daily battles that we all kind of go through and so I'm excited that you're here and you're listening and I'll say a few things about myself so you can get to know me a little bit better. I recently saw a Instagram reel that's been trending and it's uh, like if I was and so I actually took some time and it took me a little bit to do one of those and so I think that would be a good place to start. I used to work in the mountains and one of the best seasons for me is spring and I love fall like I really love fall living in the south it's a big deal when the weather starts to cool down. But when I lived in the mountains, there was something about spring for me, especially that March, April, and I would go sit outside and breathe in the air and sunbathe, and it was incredible. Like, I'll never forget that season uh, that I was in California, just hanging out on those mountains during those months. And I actually went through real winter weather for the first time in my life living out there. I had to call my mom and say, can you please send me some snow pants and some snow gear because I'm freezing. And we had to hike in snow and we had to take people hiking and it was just insane. And I have like some cool stories that I'll refer back to during that period. But I just love springtime in the mountains. I don't think there's anything like it. Uh, Also, in kind of that same month, April, I went to Joshua Tree National Park with some friends. And I am more of a mountain girl or a beach girl. I'm not really a huge fan of the desert, but I enjoy it because it's something different. And so I will totally go hiking in the desert. But my friend and I, we were like, you see one rock, you see all rocks. And so halfway through, uh, some of my friends wanted to keep exploring. And I was like, you know what? It feels really nice. I just want to lay out on a rock and go to sleep. So I found this huge jumbo rock and it was pretty flat and I have a picture someone like took a picture of me while I was doing this but I lay down fell asleep Uh, the vulnerability did not uh, bother me whatsoever Uh, I've also been hammock camping so I've gotten used to kind of being in situations where I'm asleep and I just you know I'm like the Lord will take care of me and so I probably slept for a good two hours on that rock and it was literally one of the best naps I've ever had and I think it had to do with the weather 
just how amazing it was. Um, my favorite color now is slate blue. And let's see. I really love hibachi chicken. I found a place. I live in Nashville, so there's a place right down the road for me, maybe a few minutes. And they've got great hibachi, like such good Japanese food. And let's see. I love buffaloes. If you look at my room, I've got lots of little um, buffalo, like I've got a buffalo blanket from Piddleton that I really love and a sign. And whenever I've gone to different national parks or different areas, like I went to South Dakota and I saw some buffalo and I just think they're beautiful and massive and incredible and they're free. And I kind of relate to that part. Um, and so I'm trying to think. Obviously, I love the mountains. Mm, I've traveled to three other countries, and I had an incredible experience doing some mission work with a community in Zimbabwe. And I love the people there. Everyone is so kind. Um, I got to walk with lions and see Victoria Falls. So that was very, very special to me. Uh, I was supposed to go to Ireland, but the pandemic kind of messed with that. And so I'll have to go again sometime. I want to visit several countries and continents. And so I've got to get going on that. Um, but I'm blessed to have been able to travel that I what I've done. I've been to several states. I've got to go up north though and see some of that area. My one of my closest friends is living in New Hampshire for a few months, and so I've been meaning to go out there and see her and see some fall foliage and. I love to write and play basketball and play sports and I work as a youth director right now for a church and so I work with teenagers and kids and that matters to me so much because working and pouring into the younger generations is purposeful and meaningful and essential and so um, I'll work with them on self-worth or identity or purpose you know because those are all kind of questions that we have right you know when we think about who we are you know we're trying to answer those questions we think about what am I meant to be doing what is my goal in life what's my dream and then worth is super important because one of the things I'll talk about in this podcast is that I really struggled with self-worth in my life and when I accepted Christ it got better because then you know Jesus was my identity and he gave me, you know, an identity. But I really struggled with um, feeling like I was good enough or that I mattered. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And so what I've seen in the girls I've worked with is that they are battling that too. They want to know that they're admired. They want to know that they have purpose. They want to know that people see them they want to know that they 
um, that they matter, that they have worth. And so I'll do activities that go along with that because I think that's so important for the younger generations to know. And I'll also, I mean, a big part of my walk has been uh, I haven't always had an easy time of reading the Bible. Prayer for me is like second nature. Like I just love to pray, but reading my Bible hasn't always been an easy thing. But over the years, I've had you know renewed love for it, and it's changed the game. It changed everything for me. And so, knowing the verses, knowing the word, knowing that God chooses us, knowing that He loves us, that He died for us. All of those things has helped me with my worth and helped uh, the kids in my youth group because that's what we talk about. We talk about the word and how true it is. We talk about how it applies to us. We talk about it in the right context. We talk about truth. And that is something that is so important in today's world because we don't get enough of it. Or we're confused or we're plagued by so many different worldviews or trying to figure out all these things and so there's just lots of noise for for kids for teenagers for young adults for adults for people who are older you know there's all these messages through music through media through the news through all of these outlets and we're just getting slammed and so you've got to know who you are. You've got to know that you have worth. You have to know that you have purpose. And so those are big things that I'll be talking about in my book and on this podcast. Um, trying to think of what else I could share with y'all that gets to that you get to know me a little bit better. It'd be cool to do some kind of Q and A. Um. I'm a believer, so I have a relationship with Jesus. It's a little bit different than having a religion. And it's been life-changing for me. And I've seen God's hand on different parts of my life. I've also really struggled with sin issues. I've struggled with different things in my life. I've struggled with unbelief. And I've struggled with, you know, doubt. And I've had seasons that I was really healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically. And I've had seasons where I really wasn't. When I really, really struggled physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And for me, when there's one thing in my life that's kind of out of balance, maybe I'm struggling with self-control, then I see that kind of seep into all the areas of my life. And... Um, I'll be really real and vulnerable and honest and, and those uh, and what I'm talking about at other times because that's a big part of my story and when I talk to people when you get vulnerable when you get real they recognize that they can too and they don't have to be alone in whatever they're going through because that was a lie that I listened to I listened to the lie that told me I was the only one that the battle I was facing was just mine. And, um, and it kept me locked up and in prison for years because I felt like um, 
you know, I felt like that was the only one. I felt like I was a weirdo or whatever other lies that the enemy um, chose to deliver. And, and again, like when you know the word, it's not as easy for him to lie to you or tell you half-truths. And so that's why I am really big on, okay, what does the word say about this? What verse can I memorize to help me in this area? And so let's talk about Battleworthy. I made a trailer and I honestly cannot remember what I said on it. <laughs> but I will say that I was at a conference a few years ago, a conference that means a lot to me, a ministry that has had a huge impact on me something that the Holy Spirit just highlighted. And so the speaker was talking about how God spoke a word over him, and it just became this uh, war cry, or it just became a part of who he was, who he is. And at that same moment, when he was talking about that, God spoke a word over me. Because I was going through a really difficult time, the Holy Spirit had told me things that did not make sense. I had no idea what was going on. I was coming on to my last semester of college, which is a God thing in itself, which I'll definitely talk about. Um, but yeah, I was in a battle. I was wrestling with sin. I was wrestling with the unbelief that God wasn't doing what he said he was going to do, which is a lie, because he absolutely does what he says he's going to do. And so the Lord told me, he goes, you're battle worthy. And it just changed a lot of things for me when I thought about the battles I was facing and how I can come from a place of victory because Jesus already won the war. And that he fights for us, he fights with us, and I don't ever have to go to war alone. And thinking about worthiness, because that was something I did struggle with for a long time. But now, like, God's given me confidence. He's given me motivation. He's given me big dreams. And I trust Him. And He's given me peace. And so, and contentment. Um, but in that moment, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that I was battle-worthy. And so it's become a banner over my life, as you can see with this podcast, with the book I'm writing. I actually have several books in the works, but this one is special to me, and I want it to come out first. And so, um, and then a few months later, the Holy Spirit was like, look up the, the meaning of your last name. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And Harvey actually does mean battle-worthy, and I was, like, shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible, this is funny, and something that God would do. And so, um, so yeah, this is a pretty big topic for me. This is what my whole first book is about, All the Glory Goes to God. This is what this podcast is going to be about. I'm going to bring people on that talk about their victories and loss and that's something that I'm going to talk about too and so there are battles that we fight daily and they might not always be with a sword in our hand or blood spilled out on the ground however there are battles with words personal ones that affect the mind we battle with anxiety I have I know what it feels like to walk into a room and not know who to go talk to 
and I think about this image in my mind of when I was in middle school. I went to a new school because there was a big opportunity for me to play basketball and to get looked at by scouts and but moving there you know I thought it was going to be this great thing and I had a really hard time making friends and I had a lot of anxiety walking into the cafeteria. The cafeteria was a big battle for me because I really did wrestle with you know who am I going to talk to who am I going to sit with and all of those things and I was a new Christian and I was really insecure and I even really wrestled with insecurity with basketball which didn't make me you know I was a good player but I don't think I was ever great because of the mental struggle I, I wrestled with and so think about maybe something that um, anxiety that you wrestle with you know there's battles against the body you know what are we eating what are we putting into our body I've struggled with up and down in the weight journey and maybe some of you can relate to that um, you know in really healthy seasons I'm really active I'm really healthy and then in the seasons where I was oppressed which led to depression which led to me eating horribly and not working out and uh, it really messed me up um, there's battles against the flesh you know I've really thought about this a lot and we don't always just wrestle against the enemy and he does mess with us absolutely and he's annoying and um, he's real but we also battle against the flesh and so there's that fleshly desire that I felt with sin like my sin nature and I would give in and it wasn't just the enemy you know spilling um, spewing lies or telling me things it was my flesh too that was like you know this feels good this is something that I want but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was what was good or what was needed and I gave in because my flesh wanted it and I wrestled with that you know we might struggle and battle with our own beliefs I talked to a lot of people that might say they're Christians but I hear what they're saying about crystals or I'll hear what they're saying about different things and I'm like no I don't I don't agree with that and I think that you know you struggle with your own belief system especially again with that noise from the world from other people and it kind of blends in with maybe a little bit of a foundation and then you're like oh wow I believe in all these different things and that can be scary for someone that believes in Christ if we get swayed by all of these new things that pop up whether it's Scientology or New Age or Prosperity Gospel or whatever that is uh, but we've got to stay true to the Word of God and we've got to stand firm on the foundation of Jesus or we're really going to struggle with with what we believe and um, and I've heard people talk about their own truth and I'm like well no there's only one truth and that's Jesus he's the truth the way and the life um, and one of the main battlefields I'm going to talk about is the mind because that's one place that I've struggled with so much is my mind. Uh, it's a big battlefield for me and when I bring my thoughts into captivity and I bring them into obedience with what the word says then I do great. I'm like oh yeah I'm, I'm winning this battle and then 
when I'm thinking with my flesh or I'm not reading my Bible or I'm not praying, it's really easy for the enemy to one-up me in my mind. It's easy for those lies for me to listen to and even accept some things. And then I just got to, when those um, words come, those lies, I've just got to immediately say, no, that's not right. It's not true. But I don't always do that. And I don't, I think some of us do really struggle with that. Um, like worrying about what the person next to you thinks about you. I actually just talked about this with my middle school and high schoolers. We were talking about the fruits of the spirit. And then I was talking about how, you know, we need to ask for love. Like we need to, um, you know, the fruits of the spirit are so great because we're not all of those things all the time. We need Jesus and he helps us. Uh, gain those things, gain love, gain kindness, gain self-control, gain gentleness. And so I was talking to them about how there was someone that I was around and I just had this vibe that they didn't really like me. And But sometimes that can be in your own head and you can think, oh, they're thinking about you, they don't like you. But then there were some things that happened and I was like, nope, she really doesn't like me and I can't figure out why that is. And I was just giving them an example. And then one of the girls started talking about how she's got kind of a friend that will come up to her and be like, I hate you. And then try to be really nice to her the next day, but then talk bad about her. And so it's just this up and down toxic cycle. And I told her, I was like, it's okay to not continue to pursue that friendship because it's unhealthy and it's not good for you. But also know that there could be things going on in that girl's life to make her feel better so she puts others down and her home life might not be the best and we just don't know what's going on so we just got to continue to be kind and that's where the fruits of the spirit help us and we can ask for kindness we can ask to give someone some love even when it's hard and so um i actually had a friend tell me and they stopped being my friend after this, but they were like, why don't you care what people think about you? And I said, you know, I'm just going to be who I'm called to be, who I'm created to be, and love others. And if, you know, someone just judges me on the spot without knowing me, then that's that's on them. It's not, you know, I'm not going to worry over it or have anxiety about it. Um, but it's, I think it's something that we can think about. You know, we might worry what the person next to us thinks about us. Um, I run into, you know, working with teen girls, working with, honestly, girls of any age. I've really been seeing and hearing a lot about body dysmorphia, which is real, uh, eating disorders. There was a girl, teenager, and she honestly had a healthy body type, pretty healthy. And, but she would look in the mirror and she would immediately think she needs to cut fat off, even though there was none. So that's body dysmorphia, looking in the mirror and thinking there's something wrong with my body and wanting to do something about it, at which could lead to like self-harm or suicide ideation or an eating disorder. And so there's things that, you know, that's a battle and that's um, something that you struggle with. Um, another big thing that I hear a lot in youth ministry, just in ministry in general, maybe not like in life, 
I've run into people, so many people that are battling with their identity and their sexuality. It's a big hot topic, right? And I'm going to talk about it because I think we've just got to be real. As a believer, as the church, we've got to be real about so many different hot topics that we might want to avoid, but that's really not going to help in the long run. And it really needs to be discussed and talked about. Um, me talking about people that you know are contemplating suicide, um, and because you know working with people, you're going to come across people that feel like their life's over. They're, that that where is where self worth comes in, knowing your worth in Christ. Because when you don't have that, when you're not. Um, when you go that deep, when you're that dark, it would be easy, right, to say, like, okay, I'm done. My life's over. Um, my community, um, a few months back, you know, I kn know people that were really good friends with Naomi Judd. And just that's an example of, you know, when you get to that dark place and, and you're just done. And... Um, just just realizing that people can be in a space and they might seem okay on the outside, but they're not really doing okay on the inside. Um, some other things I'll talk about, um, you know, there might be things that you're battling with, like finances. They might be in shambles. Maybe your relationship is in tatters and your self-worth is minimal. Um, you know, I'm going to be talking about you know, from a believer's perspective, because I am, um, and I'm going to talk about the world too. So there's definitely a war ranging, one against the flesh and one against the darkness. I will talk about both of those things. Uh, I'm going to be talking about how in my own life this has been a daily battle, a process because there are times where God does miracles. Oh my gosh, He can do it. I absolutely believe He can. And I've seen miracles happen in a second. But there's also been times and seasons in my life where there was a huge waiting period where it was really a, I've got to get up this morning, I've got to pray, and I've got to go day by day because that's how I'm going to win the battle. It's just to do it day by day. And going into battle with Jesus because every single time I've lost is because I was trying to do it on my own and I was isolated I didn't have community I didn't have a church family and it really made a difference when I did start to go to a prayer group when I started to go to church when I started to lean on the Holy Spirit and that's when things started to change in my life um, and so I've been in a space where I've given into the sin and to the darkness. And then I've been in a space where I surrendered and it changed everything. And so I don't know your story, whoever's listening, but I'm going to share mine in hopes that I encourage you to fight, to continue to fight. Because sometimes the battle has to be won through surrender. Sometimes the battle has to be won through perseverance. And in all circumstances, we have to remember that the war is already won and victory is already given. There are battles to improve us, to improve our character. There is an enemy who seeks to take out our very presence. He wants us to fall and not get back up. Just remember that Jesus 
the one who died, so we could live in freedom. Jesus is the one who can help us win every single battle we face. He deems us battle-worthy. So you are battle-worthy, and Jesus is the worthy one who declares that we are victorious through his own sacrifice. Blood has been spilt so that we can live, and we do have a sword to fight the words, to fight the world. Do not give up. The war has been won, and we never have to go to battle alone. And so I'm so excited about this podcast and where it's going to go. And so I hope this gave you a taste or a... um, that you want to listen to more. And I'll be back every two weeks to give you an episode. And I'm excited to go through this journey with you. And that... Um, yeah, and so next week, um, oops, sorry, the week after that, we're going to focus on the mind, and that's the first battle I'm going to talk about, because it's such a big part of the struggle, and so, um, yeah, it's going to be great, I, in a few weeks, I'll have a special guest, and in January, I'm going to have a really special episode with two of my closest friends and we're going to talk about identity purpose and self-worth and that's going to be um probably two episodes because i'm just so excited because they have so much wisdom so much light and they've been through some hard seasons with me they've gone through their own things and so it's just going to be a lot of fun so thanks for listening and just remember that you are battle worthy And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye.